This is a podcast by The Straits Times and Money FM 89.3. Inside Hong Kong with Claire Huang on Money FM 89.3. You're listening to Prime Time on Money FM 89.3. I'm Rachel Kelly, and now it's time for Inside Hong Kong with Claire Huang, The Straits Times correspondent in the territory. And she joins us every week with an update and analysis on the latest out of Hong Kong. Claire, thank you so much for joining us today. Hi, Rachel. Always my pleasure. Always great to have you with us, Claire. Hope you're keeping well this week. I am. It's a celebration day today. It's a big day because today marks the anniversaries of both the city's handover from Britain to China and the founding of the Chinese Communist Party. So give us an update, Claire. What's happening in Hong Kong today? Share with us your observations. Well, Hong Kong is under heavy lockdown today, mm. obviously, with many streets cordoned off, you know, and that sort of created some of the traffic uh, jams. Um, particularly, we have a lot of uh, officers stationed in Causeway Bay, which is the traditional protest uh, district. Um, you have about uh, 10,000 officers mm-hmm. deployed today to prevent people from gathering in public. And just 15 minutes ago, just at 5 p.m. or so, um, policemen were charging into a, a fashion walk in Causeway Bay, one of the malls, right, through a clothing shop, uh, you know, and they eventually caught a teenage boy uh, who was uh, afraid, obviously, uh, shaking, and they were and he was escorted. No, so... Um, mm. You know, an hours earlier, we had a little uh, scuffle in Causeway Bay also, you know, um, after an elderly woman. Uh, her name is Alexandra Wong. She's fondly known by protesters as Grandma Wong, and she waved a British flag. So she was escorted by officers to a police van. Now, scores of um, uh, officers were also stationed at Victoria Park that they sealed off because it's a traditional venue of demonstrations. Um, and officers were also conducting uh, constant searches of people's items, bags, IDs. There were activists who wanted to set up street booths next to Sogo, mm-hmm. which is a tradition. Uh, had to change venue to somewhere nearby. Um, so um, to give you a bit of context, in the past, tens of thousands would take to the streets for the annual July 1st march. Um, they demonstrated against issues ranging from Hong Kong's unaffordable housing to Beijing's tightening grip. Uh, But the tradition was broken last year, uh, and now the police have again imposed a ban citing uh, COVID-19 restrictions. So last year, hundreds of people defied the ban and took to the streets anyways to oppose Mm. the national security law. Um, Can we expect that this year? Uh, It remains to be seen. Claire, tell us more about the formal ceremonies to mark the anniversaries in Hong Kong. So this morning, Hong Kong Guards of Honor marched partially in the Chinese-style goose step before the flag-raising ceremony mm. to mark the 24th anniversary of the handover. We also had the usual um, handover reception ceremony, and this was where acting chief executive and the number two official in Hong Kong, John Lee, gave a speech that hailed the national security law uh, and the central government's help for ending chaos and restoring peace and stability to the city. So he re- reiterated that Hong Kong will continue to enjoy freedoms And as the CCP, which is the Chinese Communist Party, celebrates its 100th anniversary today, uh, he said Hong Kong should have a deeper understanding of one country, two systems. And on Tuesday, Claire, you wrote that Hong Kong is moving into what some observers say is the new normal as the national security law is executed more intensely. Can you tell us more about that? 
Well, Associate Professor Fu Kinwa of the University of Hong Kong's Journalism School basically told me that the events are still unfolding. But, um, you know, the closure of Apple Daily uh, last uh, week marks the beginning of the crackdown of the Hong Kong news media. Um, and, he, you know, the past week or so, we have had pro-democracy media outlets reassessing the legal risks mm-hmm. under the this new normal, right? And this has uh, inevitably inevitably something to do with editorial direction. So um, Prof Wu is expecting some media organizations to seize their Hong Kong operations and um, the city's uh, media market to basically lose part of its diversity. He thinks that Beijing will intensify um, the step to introduce national security to different sectors in Hong Kong, like media, internet, universities, um, and uh, these can be in various areas. This podcast is available on our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Like us and rate us. And now, back to our podcast episode. We're speaking with Claire Huang, Hong Kong correspondent for The Straits Times. So Claire, would you say then the writings on the wall, this intensification of implementing the national security law? Well, um, Carrie Lam, uh, the chief executive of Hong Kong, Carrie Lam, on the eve of the anniversary, has promised in a Facebook post that there will be further action in the coming mm. months to protect national security. So we are looking at the completion of relevant laws. We are looking at implementing oaths by public officials. Uh, we are looking at uh, the promotion of national uh, security education. So to give context, under the basic law, under Article 23, Hong Kong has to enact its own security laws. And Mrs. Lam, by saying relevant laws, would probably be referring to this. So the leader is now in Beijing, uh, joining the celebrations of the CCP, and she credited the national security law imposed by Beijing a year ago um, with getting rid of pervasive violence and social unrest that created anxiety in Hong Kong. Now, Claire, earlier you mentioned Apple Daily, and an Apple Daily writer was arrested by police, and this came as online portal Stan News popular among opposition camps, uh, revealed plans to remove most of its commentaries and also halt its fundraising drive. Are there any other developments there? Well, um, the uh, former senior journalist with uh, now defunct paper Apple Daily Mm -hmm. was arrested at the airport on Sunday night. Uh, under the uh, national security uh, charge, um, he was trying to leave Hong Kong, uh, and uh, his name is Song uh, Wai Kong. He would be the seventh staff at mm. uh, the pro-democracy newspaper to be arrested on um, national security grounds in recent weeks. He was an editor and columnist at the now closed paper. So this came after Apple Daily printed its last edition last Thursday. Um, you know, the paper had cited a shortage of funds as a key reason after the government seized its assets as well as its parent company, Next Digital's funds, uh, under a national security investigation. Now, Next Digital has seized operations. As for Stan News, right, um, which is funded by readers and widely followed by the pro-democracy camp, uh, it announced on Sunday that it would remove all articles that were published right. before May this year by bloggers, readers, other contributors. Um, the six-year-old news outfit added that it would end all sponsorships, stop receiving donations, and uh, it has also seized all contracts with staff in May and issued new ones. Six out of Eight directors have also resigned. 
And just lastly, Claire, um, in other news out of Hong Kong this week, former police chief uh, was announced will take over as number two in Carrie Lam's government. Can you talk us through the recent cabinet reshuffle? So last Friday, Mrs. Lam would shuffle the cabinet. Uh, mm-hmm. She named Secretary for Security John Lee as Chief Secretary and a Police Chief Chris Tang as Mr. Lee's replacement. So um, uh, Mr. Lee's appointment as Chief Secretary marks the first time a former police officer has taken a top administrative position in the territory. Uh, and Deputy Police uh, Commissioner Raymond Seal was then promoted uh, to become the city's new police chief. And uh, uh, Mr. Lee, uh, you know, very briefly said that uh, he would ensure that uh, in the statements that were released later, right, he said that he would ensure that patriots uh, were governing Hong Kong. Mr. Tang said he would make sure that the forces under his authority would help protect the city's national Mm -hmm. security. Mr. Seal said he would continue to lead the police force uh, in a spirit of loyalty uh, and connecting with the community to protect also protect Hong Kong's national security. So, um, yes, the reshuffle came a day after the pro-democracy Apple Daily um, published its last edition. Well, Claire, thank you so much for all of those updates out of Hong Kong. Thank you very much, Rachel, and stay safe as usual. Thanks, Claire. Likewise, we've been speaking with Claire Huang, Hong Kong correspondent for The Straits Times. You're listening to Money FM 89.3. The Asian Insider Podcast channel is also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Like us and rate us.